This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Can you hunt the prey for the lion or satisfy the appetite of the young lions when they crouch in their dens or lurk in their lairs to lie in wait? Who provides food for the raven when its young ones cry to God and wander about for lack of food? This is what God said to Job in Job 38 Verses 39 through 41, Job was going through a terrible season of suffering and difficulty, and he didn't understand why he was going through this, and he was asking God to come down and talk to him like a man, and let's talk face to face and figure out what's going on here. Of course, when God showed up, Job realized, I'm just dust in your presence and dust in comparison. And he was quite humbled by the presence of God. And God spends several chapters talking about all that he's created, how awesome and amazing his creation is. And by comparison, then how great God himself is and how he takes care of all of the creation. So when I think about this, I think about the fact that the universe And the ecosystem is very orderly. And if you study the ecosystem, you find out just how orderly it is. Very little is actually random. And in fact, it matters how you do something. So I want you to imagine when you think about animals of prey, and then you think about the ones who are the predators Very often, the predator is running for a long distance, chasing after the one who is the prey. When that animal catches the prey and subdues it and kills it, sometimes that one who does the initial subduing also gets to be the first one to eat dinner that day. Not always, though. Sometimes, because of the chase, That animal has to stand back and rest, and there's another group that comes in and gets the first course. If you watch what goes on in the wild, you will discover some come in for the first course, some come in for the second course, and so on, until you finally get to the little leftovers, maybe for the smaller animals, and then the scavengers will ultimately clean up the mess. Nothing is left. Nothing is wasted. At the same time, those who eat first, they save some for the second course animals. And they save some for the next course animals. The first course, they don't just eat up everything and disrupt the ecosystem so that others don't get to have their dinner as well. And if I think of another biblical concept 
I'm thinking about farmers when they would sow crops in the field and they would harvest the field later. And the biblical injunction was, don't harvest everything in the field, every corner of the field, leave some for the poor in the community so that they can come in, glean in the fields, pick up what's left over, and they can live too. That's a very similar kind of a concept. Recently, I talked to a Native American Apache man in the Teton Village area of the Grand Teton Mountains in Wyoming. And I learned a new lesson about the ecosystem. We were talking about what happens when elk shed their antlers. And we know that people like to collect these antlers and they do all kinds of decorative things with them, including making furniture and so on. However, the way the ecosystem works, man is not the first one who is supposed to have access to the discarded elk antlers. The rodents of the forest, the squirrels, the chipmunks, the beavers, the marmots, the otters, these rodents get their entire source of calcium from gnawing on the discarded elk antlers, and they are the first coarse eaters. So if we as people come in and snatch up the elk antlers before these rodent animals have a chance to gnaw on those antlers, those rodents will not get the calcium they need and they will die. So when I think about this, I just want you to think about a few questions to consider for your own business when we think about the fact that even business has an orderly ecosystem. So number one, what's the optimal order for events and the sequence of events in your business? Are there processes in your business that may need to be shifted so that each group that's important to the livelihood of your business gets what they need in the right order? Is everything in optimal order? What needs to change? When things are in optimal order, there is enough for everyone. How are you optimizing your business ecosystem? You are the instrument of your leadership. And so I invite you to read a complimentary chapter of my book, Lead Yourself First, The Senior Leader's Guide to Engaging Your People, for greater performance and impact. And here's what you'll get from reading the book. You'll get some perspectives on how to leverage your unique gifts and superpowers. Also, how to mine the gold of your past experiences overcoming challenges. And thirdly, you'll be able to identify the continual learning that will catapult you to your next victory. So 
To read that complimentary chapter, go to my website, www.transleadership.com, scroll down the homepage, and click on the button that says, Read a Chapter. And I look forward to meeting you inside the book. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.